Yo, what's up, fitters? Welcome to episode number 300 of Got Fitted Japan. That's right, we've done this shit for 300 episodes. Almost weekly, too, by the way. And, uh, yeah, dude, we started in 2010. We are the longest-running English-speaking comedy podcast in motherfucking Japan. A lot of people talk shit, but they ain't got nothing on us, man. We've had over fucking 50 guests on this motherfucking show, dude. Some of them have been repeaters, some of them haven't. I've gone through two motherfucking co-hosts who have been fantastic. I love those guys like brothers, man. They're my, they're my left hand and my right hand. And here we are with episode number 300. Fucking shit. And there's a lot going on in this episode. We've got interviews with Total Talk Nonsense, Mediocre Show, and motherfucking sick and wrong. Maybe in that order, maybe not. But we fucking did those interviews and they are fucking badass. So, faders, uh, I got some big news, actually. Which is quite appropriate to this music. Oh, before I get into the big news of episode number 300, fucking Adam3, DJ Adam3, who's been a guest on this show, I think two or three times and stuff, did this mix. So this intro mix is done by Adam3. Uh. That's what I need, that's right. Yeah, it's the breakdown. Uh. Episode 300. In your earbuds. Uh. So big ass news at the end of the show. So this show is going to be epic, man. It's long as fuck, so make sure you listen all the way to the very end. get my fade on now, but if I can just wait until the end of the show. Oh, yeah. This intro is only supposed to be 30 seconds. He made it four minutes. Alright, I got some time to kill. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it roll, man. Fucking Adam 3 did this shit, and he did it for you guys. Man, he's like, dude, I hope the faders love it, and I'm like, I hope they like it, too. Faders, oh, shit. Uh, Satan's cock is in your earbuds For episode number 300 2010, motherfuckers you're driving, pull over. If you're riding a bike, get off it. If you listen to it in full stereo in your office, you motherfucker better turn this shit up and pump the bass. <laughs> oh shit, you know what that means? It means we're gonna start the motherfucking show. Enjoy these three motherfucking interviews. And the news, faders, fade on with us. Yo, what's up, faders? We got a special treat here. We are here with the two, the two men, the men in black, 
from Total Talk Nonsense. We have John and Scott. John and Scott, thank you so much for being on episode 300 of Got Fitted Japan. It's been years in the making, but finally, I got you on the show. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fucking out of sight. Say hi, John. Hi, 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 John. And I'm Scott. That's Scott. I'm John. Hey, we're from Total Talk Nonsense. That's right. I'm John. Right. And I'm Scott. Awesome. So t- t- tell me about what, what does Got Fitted Japan mean? Got fitted means basically like party, you know, like partying oh. or like getting drunk, like getting your drink on and stuff, you know. Right. So having a good time, drinking and stuff. That's what getting faded is all about and stuff, you know. So basically listening to the show, listening to like the comedy and the news and stuff while you're drinking is basically what, what we want you to do. And that's what we're basically doing. As long as you're not driving, it's cool. I mean, if you're driving like a plane, airplane, train, especially a train, that's really fucking dangerous. Bicycles, eh, I would avoid that or skateboards. But yeah, you know, I mean, anything else I think is totally cool. So, yeah. so don't don't get faded while you are operating any kind of motor vehicle. Yeah, yeah, anything anything at all. In fact, don't even fuck with scissors. That's pretty bad too. Yeah, that's a good PSA. <laughs> yeah, PSA Da-da-da. from from Johnny. Mm, that's awesome. And you guys, total talk nonsense. I mean, you guys are like, I mean, you guys, mediocre show, sick and wrong. Uh, Keith and the girl. You guys were like like one of the original podcasts that I listened to. That and like. Uh, fucking all the other ones that faded away and stuff but you guys are still going strong after what, how many years have you been uh podcrafting more than 10 but we are fading away no we're not we're getting faded well no. when's the last time we did a podcast hey, look, John? we've been really hey, busy look, okay listen <laughs> i don't understand this animosity there's no animosity you, i'm just speaking the truth you John. just want to kill it see i don't want to kill it yeah. i want to i want to be here okay. i want to be here right. i want to do it all right let's do once it. a week let's do it but you have work. You got work shit going on. You <laughs> well, you want to do it on Monday. <laughs> what Sunday's day do you want to do it? I, I don't work on Sundays. Sunday? Do it I on Sunday. I told you Sundays are better. Sunday. We'll Sunday. do it on Sunday. Like at 4 hey, p.m. Hey, we're podcast royalty, man. 4 That's p.m. True. Sunday? Yeah. All right. 4 p.m.? Did four. you say 4? <laughs> yeah, what time? No, what time do you want to do it? We got to do it like same 8 time. 8 p.m.? 8, 8, 8 Like we always did it. All right. Remember we had a studio. Studio. Is that what we need a studio again? No, we, we don't a need a studio. We just need uh, Sunday at eight <laughs> o'clock. We just need a fucking schedule. That's all. <laughs> Whose show is this? Johnny's or ours? <laughs> Dude, I'm writing shotgun on this. <laughs> <laughs> we just take over. Oh, oh there's awesome. that cough. Uh, did, well, yeah. we were one of the originals, and yeah. you know why? Because uh, John got us into podcasting. John said, "Hey, there's this new medium. It's called." podcasting i think you said that i think it was you i had an idea of what we should do online and you said hey how about this what did i say well the old news (laughs) (laughs) you sent me like this lemon lemon head aggregator and uh you sent me a story from the dude from mtv what uh, what was his name adam adam carolla he was like the godfather of podcasting the big blonde blonde haired guy uh who who the fuck remembers him anyway but the original idea was to record our band practices and then post those but rick said no i don't want to do that so that's when you and i decided well we'll just figure out just swing it and I think within 10 episodes, we kind of figured out what we were going to do. So it took 10 episodes to figure it out. And then we kind of stuck with and that we format. we were one of 2,000 on Podcast Alley, which is no longer. It's gone. Yeah, is it gone? gone? It's gone. gone. It's gone. Wow. Yeah, it's been we're, replaced by Podbean, I think. Yeah, I don't. I mean, ever since iTunes came out, it's. There's no more need for aggregators like that anymore. And plus, you could just 
you could link into an index and everybody's got those little players on their feeds and I remember that, Johnny. So we were on the podcast alley or whatever the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. And then iTunes, we got on iTunes yeah. and our audience like quadrupled. Yeah. And we just forgot about that other website. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I remember that. That's cool. Back in the day when you guys first started, you actually had uh, three posts for every show. You had like the heavy metal episode and... Uh... That was our last one. Yeah. yeah. So we had three... Yeah. Three episodes. The last one was the heavy metal well, episode because that's yeah. when we had finished drinking. Here, here's the reason for that, though, for mm. the three episodes. It's because each episode you could fit on a CD. Oh. So if you're going to burn the show, um, back then people weren't downloading a CD? stuff. Too. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Exactly. Is that like an 8-track? Well, Paulie B used to bitch all the time because we ran too long on a three-part <laughs> show. <laughs> and he had to burn the show on three separate CDs so he could listen to it in the car. Because people didn't have, they had the old iPods that weren't, they didn't have the color screen, they weren't touch. And, um, so you could download the shit, but you had to be... Yeah, but not everybody had something to download onto. So mm. people were burning <laughs> CDs. So that's why kind of we stuck with that format for a while. And then it got to the point where... The show's about 100 gigs. You can just download it from your iTunes. Almost everybody has that. If they don't, they can just drop and uh, drag and drop it onto their desktop on their computer, or they can drag and drop it into any other uh, mobile device and play it in their car. Well, here's what happened. We used to have a ton of fucking time, right? Yeah, right. And yeah. so we'd take breaks, and the breaks were nice because yeah. <laughs> we could regroup. We had an agenda. We used to have a fucking whiteboard. Yeah, we had a whiteboard. A we, whiteboard. We prepared. Yeah, what are we going to talk about the second episode yeah. and then the heavy Bush. metal episode? And then um, and then when it became economical not to do that anymore, we just stopped doing it, and we just got rid of the whiteboard and everything. Because we were so familiar with the format. But the problem yeah. is, we took all these, uh, we're, we can't get in a rhythm. And uh, when we can't get in a rhythm, then... How do you prep? When do you, do you prep? prep? When do you it's prep? It's a waste of right. time. Yeah. Getting right. ready for the show. You're getting content. Yeah, I can't do it. So uh, you tell me Sunday then it's not topical. 8. I'm here so every Sunday at 8. Well, hold on. I'm going to be in Europe for the next three uh-huh. weeks. So. See? Uh-huh. <laughs> here we go. So, we've got two stories. Scott, do you want to read the story of the company? And uh, John, do you want to read the exorcism story? Is that cool? Do you guys want to flip it? Yeah, which one is it? The ex-school principal held over child porn? Oh, that's a great one. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, we're reading the story about the... Oh, here it is. uh... Woman dies after being forced to drink water during exorcism. Yeah, that's your story. That's a great one. That's your story. Read your dumb story. (laughs) <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> dumb story. You're dumb. You're a dummy. You're dumb. dumb. You guys are both dumb. Come on, let's read the story. Dumb. <laughs> All right. Hold on. My phone went out. All right. You guys. So are I'm idiots. reading the first story, right? I'm just gonna give the summary. I'm not gonna get in the detail. All right. right. Here's sure. the story. From God faded Japan. Right on. The president of a fish wholesaler has received a five-year suspended sentence for killing an employee. <laughs> After physically assaulting him, <laughs> the incident occurred in August in some city that I can't pronounce. Obu. At 10 p.m., Obu. This 47-year-old began scolding a 23-year-old part-time worker for his a- attitude. 
the two had some prior issues regarding money as well. I wonder what the prior issues regarding money were. Prostitution. You think Probably. so? Probably. It's got to be, right? got to be. So it's this 47-year-old woman who starts scolding the 23-year-old part-time man <laughs> worker. So it's got to be some type of thing going on there, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, only only the, the uh, lust and love can bring out the... The um, psychosis, physical assault, yeah. right? Yeah. The rage. Because other than that, you're cool, right? Yeah. You'd be like, oh, this guy's a fucking asshole. I can <laughs> yeah. fire him, whatever. Yep. But only when it, it, it gets into the these emotional things, right? Are we with me so far, John? <laughs> yeah. Are we with me? <laughs> we are with me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to say the guy's name? <laughs> hey, John and I were drinking. I had uh, Glenn Livet earlier, and now I'm having Cooper's Hawk. What are you drinking, Mark, John? Cooper's Mark. <laughs> what did I say? Cooper's Hawk? Cooper's Hawk. Cooper's Mark. Maker's Mark. Whatever, dude. Come on. I'm on Jack. Right. Just Jack Daniels. What's the guy's name? <laughs> What's Which guy? The 23-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> it's Horahiku <laughs> Masamoto. Mutu grew increasingly enraged at what she perceived to be a lack of remorse on the part of Masamoto. After hours of reprimanding him, she reached her limit and began physically attacking Masamoto. By kicking him in the side of his abdomen and striking his head and face dozens of times. Oh, ouch. All right, so here's the question I have. If I'm a 23-year-old working for a 47-year-old and she starts hitting me, I'm going to fucking subdue that shit. shit Right, I'm going to subdue that shit. Why did he let this go on? Is it part of Japanese culture that, that he had to just take this beating? I think part of it is Japanese culture where, I mean, that's your boss and your boss is kind of like God. And the second part is, well, maybe he had a heart on for her and stuff like that. He's like, you know, maybe he she kicks it. my ass. Yeah, or maybe this is kind of like a little part of like sexy play kind of thing, you know? Like she beats him up a little. Maybe it's s and I don't know. I see. So you're saying that these two had some sort of relationship. You're in- insinuating yeah, that I mean, they had some yeah. sort of relationship where physical abuse was part of that relationship. Yeah, probably they're and arguing. And this 23-year-old was yeah. banging this 47-year-old. And he was like, hey, this is hot. We're doing it at work. Hell yeah. <laughs> right on. Right on. Yeah, you can't go wrong, right? <laughs> 23 right, years so, old. <clears throat> but here's the, here's the real uh, crux of the story, John. Mm. Yeah. So she beat this guy to death, right? The guy fucking died. Uh, in court, she admitted to all charges against her and also reached an out-of-court settlement with the victim's family. Her lawyers pleaded for leniency given the fact that Muto was remorseful and had immediately began taking life-saving measures upon discovering Masamoto unconscious. So she she finally found the guy. He was unconscious. She's like, holy shit, what did I do? What did I do? So uh, she had no prison time, right? Is that? Am I reading this right? Yeah. yeah. Five She's, years uh, probation. Five years probation. Oh, no, three-year suspended prison sentence. Mm-hmm. All right, so if she completes five years of probation with no issue, do they still throw her in the can for three years? 
No, no, she's pretty much free. So basically, all she's got to do is not get like a, a parking ticket, or she she can't speed, or I don't know, like put chewing gum somewhere or some shit. She can't get busted for anything, and if she doesn't do anything wrong, she's basically a free person, <clears throat> which isn't that hard, I think. Unless she's really into sexy play with like other colleagues and shit, and then she's up shit creek. But I, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know what to think about that story. <laughs> Is that real? No, it's one hundred and ten percent real. Oh my god, thousand percent real. We do not make up any stories whatsoever in Got Fitted Japan. All the news is completely authentic and real, and it's all from Japan Times, Japan Today, and other news sources. So yeah, one hundred percent real. Are they in English? Yeah, yeah, they're in English. Can you read Japanese? Uh I think I know. Maybe I've never counted, but maybe like. 50 or 60 kanji characters. I know all the hiragana and katakana, which are like, what, 35 each or something? Yeah, I I don't know. I, I mean, there's like 10, there's like like 10,000 or 8,000 like like characters. Yeah. And I know, which basically means, no, I can't read. <laughs> you, you can count? Yeah, I can count. I'm like, oh, that, that means beer. <laughs> Ichi ni sanchi go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Rock hitch hatch kuju or whatever it is. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, all your language, I, I got it down, man. All your language and counting skills are based on beer, is from uh, what I understand, right? <laughs> it's the best way to learn. Yeah. Absolutely. Best way to learn. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So, yeah. So this chick, whatever, she had sexy time with her uh, her subordinate or colleague or whatever or her, her staff. I don't know. Maybe – who is this guy? Did it say what his job was? was he yeah, just, he just reported to her. So he's just some, like, underling. So basically, sexy time gone wrong. And then maybe she took off, like, the mouth gag or some shit. Maybe maybe it was something like, I don't know, Pulp Fiction and shit. You know, like like he was the gimp, you know? She takes off the mask. She's like, oh, my God. You know, she calls the cops. Cops come in. You know, they got to take off, like, the leather suit and shit like that. And she's like, I took off the mask. I tried. And, you know, maybe she's, that's it. Five-year suspended sentence. No, I, I, this was at fucking work. It wasn't yeah. private. It was at work. At work, she started reprimanding him and beating the shit out of him. Oh, dude, that'd be crazy if it's in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was found the next morning at 3 a.m. Masamoto was found unconscious and not breathing in the backseat of a car in a parking lot across the street from the company. See, that doesn't sound like, like she did everything she could to help him. And yeah. She left him in the backseat of a car. Backseat, a.k.a. trunk. <laughs> Well, obviously, she was upset about some prior engagement that they had that that didn't go as well as she wanted, right? Oh, and then yeah. she beat the shit out of him at work. Mm. He stumbled out of the the workplace, ended up in his car, but he couldn't go anywhere because he was fucking internally bleeding or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she found him at three a.m. And then she was remorse. And then she tried to revive him. And that's why she doesn't have to go to jail. Now the story doesn't sound so funny. <laughs> Damn you, Johnny! <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's not. It, no, it it's hilarious. Funny, Come but... on, don't don't be so hard on yourself. No, but it's sorry. a it's a it's a uh, commentary on the culture of Japan for this to happen. Like, would this ever fucking happen in the United States, John? Oh God, lawsuit. yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because there's too many goddamn lawyers. Oh. You look at somebody wrong yeah. in in the uh, U.S. That's and, it. And you're uh, brought up on HR, and HR files a report. Right. And you're reprimanded. Yeah, the papooch got, uh, he, he said, shut up, fag, to some guy, and he ended up going to sensitivity training. Of course he would. 
the, the Bulls just signed a guard, uh, Rajan Rondo, who called a ref a fag last year. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you signing him? He's going to be trouble. He's just going to be trouble. <laughs> Don't sign him. Don't and they, sign they're him. They're paying him like over $20 million. It's unbelievable to me. Oh, what is man. with John Paxson? I don't know. Who knows? All right, John, you've got a story? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a story. It's a woman dies after being forced to drink water during exorcism. I thought that's what you're supposed to do in an exorcism. I don't know. Maybe. And this is out of uh, uh, a Kum- Kumamato. Uh, police in Kumamato City said they have arrested three people for forcing a woman to drink excessive amounts of water in order to exercise demons from her. The 51-year-old uh, woman subsequently died. Apparently, she drowned. Uh, according to police, the uh, incident occurred on June 21st. Fuji TV reported that police arrested Aiko Noda, 81, a self-styled exorcist. 81? 81. Oh. A self-styled exorcist. Her sister, Kaiko Kitayama, 77, and the victim's husband, Kosai Fukuda, 52, who is an associate professor at Sojo University. An associate fucking professor, John, (laughs) that bought into this dumb fucking idea. What is the educational system like in Japan? Holy shit. I understand that in World War II, they thought the emperor was a god. But yeah. is still is yeah. that still the like the culture that they think of they think of spirits and ghosts and and devil and all that bullshit? They still believe that shit? Most people aren't religious here, but the few that are are very very religious. Although way it, over the top, way over the top. But the thing is, here the, the emperor is just like kind of like uh, he's just somebody that everybody respects and stuff. I mean, he's like uh, kind of like uh, he's kind of like the queen in England. She has no real superpowers, like like you know, like the prime minister, but she still represents the country one way or another and stuff. It's not like North Korea, where like basically like the leader is the ultimate god person creature thing. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, uh, police said that Noda led a ceremony to perform an exorcism on Fakuda's wife, Ray. During the ceremony, Ray was forcibly held down while large amounts of water were poured down her, her throat. The victim was denied a break and choked to death. Uh, according to police, Noda has been performing exorcisms for the last 30 years and reportedly visited the uh, Fakuda residence several years ago to ward out evil spirits that had been lingering in the home. All right, so here's what the story doesn't say. Well, first of all, let's get back to this fucking unbelievably bad idea <laughs> to to pour water in somebody's mouth to exercise a demon. I mean, what is even the yeah, thought well, process yeah. there? It worked is in the movie. Like, is there a manual? Is there some sort of book that says, here's how you do it? But here's the sad part. This motherfucker's been doing it for 30, 30 fucking years. years. 30 <laughs> years he's been torturing people. For what? But what the story doesn't say is why they thought this woman was possessed. So obviously there was some behavior that she was exhibiting. That they thought, oh, that can yeah, only Johnny, be the gotta, devil. You got to look into that. That can only that. be the devil. So we need to get this fucking eighty-two-year-old asshole to pour water down her throat to what? 
like a demon's a, a load of shit. It's like a laxative. What? <laughs> I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, she's gonna shit out the demon. Yeah, she's gonna shit the demon out when we like drown Satan, her with fucking water. Satan enters my ass. So, well, that's true. When yeah. he, you do get possessed, he yeah, goes. Up I have to the drink bum. a lot of water he to goes release up the bum. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true that. Um, to be honest, I, I, I don't know. Maybe this is some kind of like a marital dispute or whatever. Like maybe like. The husband and the wife gets in an argument. The husband's like, "Bitch, I'll show you." And he calls up like like the, the priest. He's like, "Listen, bitch, won't listen." You know. And so the priest comes over, ties her up, and stuff. Starts throwing water down. Husband's like, "Well, she'll definitely like cook better now." Now, you know, next time or something. And then you know, maybe like Plan A went pretty bad. I think you fucking hit it right on the head. That makes total fucking sense to me. Because this guy's a fucking professor, right? Yeah, exactly. Is it the husband that's a professor? I think John so. John and Scott, total fucking sense. So it... <laughs> John it, Scott, it has Johnny, to be, it total has to be fucking some sense. fucking bullshit like that, where he's unhappy with his wife, so he's going to fucking show her... I'll show uh, you. Yeah. Because at first I was surprised to hear a professor, a pro- fucking professor, would yeah. say, yeah, let's bring an exorcist in to... to <laughs> Change your behavior. Makes but it was sense. probably some fucking asshole who couldn't figure out how to deal with his wife. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking torture you. I'm going to call the big guns. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to drown your ass. That's oh, bullshit. I think you hit it on the head, Johnny. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. So it's part of the job. <laughs> well, well you, you're... You're used to these crazy fucking stories, right? Come on, Monto. To be honest, I don't think you ever get used to these stories. But um, yeah, every week brings uh, more interesting stuff. That's the more not stuff used to, the table. to them. Not <clears throat> used to them, but because of your experience, you're a little bit more insightful, right? Oh, of yeah. the underlying theme, right? Right. To these stories, because we're like scratching our head, and yeah, you're like, like I, "Here's what, like, what I think it was: sexy time, and then this and that happened. Yeah, sexy oh. time." Sexy. Yeah, we didn't even yeah. consider that. <laughs> <laughs> we just thought, what are wrong with these fucking assholes? And why doesn't anybody call them on it? Maybe it was sexy time. <laughs> but could you, right, right, right. Let, let's play devil's advocate. No pun intended, kind of. So what if, like, you know, could this happen in, like, maybe, let's say, like, a, a part of the United States that's kind of rural, like, let's say, northern Alaska? Or could this happen in, like, maybe... Yeah. Western Tennessee or something. It, could this like situation like yeah below the Christian Belt, like deep in the Christian Belt? Here's what happens or? in the states. Here's what happens. Yeah. Um, and this shit may happen. We don't hear about it, but here's what happens. You get these religious zealots, zealots, yeah, that don't believe in medicine. Mm-hmm. Is it Jehovah Witness, John? Is that that Jehovah Witness? Anyway, uh, their kid has some curable fucking thing. They can go to the doctor and get it cured, but they don't believe in that, so they pray to Jesus and pray to the Lord, and the kid fucking dies. Uh-huh. And then the, they throw the parents in jail. That's the stories you hear around here with Uh-oh. this type of mentality. Oh, man, that's fucked up, too. Oh man, well shit, dude. Well, what do you think? All right, what, what should happen? What should be the penalty? Who gets in trouble? Should the should the, the husband get in trouble because he made the he's the one that called Ghostbusters? Or do you they think- should all fucking get in trouble? <laughs> this right. fucking eighty-one-year-old drowning people for thirty years—he should get in trouble. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I concur. I concur. Well, definitely should go to jail. Thirty-one years. I mean, how many people is that? Maybe, maybe this first one that the first like uh, death that actually came to light. Maybe this has been no. happening for a long time. There's yeah, there's probably <laughs> other deaths that didn't come to light because mm. they just covered it up. Oh, the, uh, I I I wasn't effective. Satan took her. I wasn't effective. You know, 
And they buy into that. (laughs) Well, it depends on his lawyer. If he's got a good lawyer, I mean, shit. The lawyer's like, judge, it it wasn't his fault. It was the demon's fault. (laughs) Oh, I got another Japanese story. All right. You got to make it quick. I've only got five minutes left. All right. Five minutes, John. Quick story. The story is uh, years ago, Rick, who is our guitar player, who's a garbage man, used to garbage pick all kinds of porn magazines. (laughs) And I worked for a company that, built uh uh computer monitors the old crts the old tube yeah and they went through somehow they got through uh quality control without uh what's called the proper dot pitch which means the red blue and green dots didn't come together to make a perfect white dot Uh so they sent the crew from that line to our warehouse to fix them and they came in their little tan jumpsuits and japanese Japanese, yeah. They sent the crew from Japan. Yeah, they to didn't your... speak any English at all, and they they asked me to stay late every day while they fixed all these televisions with little or not televisions monitors with little magnets. And they noticed that I I was sitting there, and I would get paid time and a half to do nothing, just move a pallet, move it back, and that's it. They do all the work. And uh, I'm sitting there reading these porn mags that Rick had given me that he garbage picked. What are we talking here? Like huge jugs? Yeah, like like knocked up and milky. Swag uh, snatch. Giant jugs. Huge ass. Queef uh, junk. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they came, came up to me. They said, ah, can we borrow some of these magazines for R&D? <laughs> So I'd give them each a magazine, and they go back to their actually not a hotel. They were staying with a colleague because that's how you had to do it. When you flew in from Japan, you had to stay with the group manager, his family, and everything. So they're bringing these, they're smuggling these porn mags into their house and reading them, and then they would come back the next day and say, "Ah, priest." More R and D, so I'd give them more. So wait a minute, they would give you the magazine. Yeah, they give them to me back, and I give more. The pages stuck together, no. shit like that. <laughs> so I'd give them more, and their eyes would like pop out of their head. And anyway, so they ended up taking me to Bob Chin's for dinner and everything, and I taught them some English. He taught me some Japanese. And about like three weeks later, this big box comes in the mail for me. And I open it up, and it's it's uh, all kinds of seaweed paper and, like, rice balls and all kinds of Japanese candy. And then a bunch of porn mags from Japan. <laughs> at the bottom? At the bottom. They're all black and white, like newspaper, and all the pubic hair is, like, pixelated out. Yep. <laughs> There's no pubes are allowed to well, be shown in Japan. Well, they still do that. They still do that. If you watch uh, porn... Uh, video porn, they still pixelate. True story, though. This is like 1990 this happened. That's awesome. That's the best story I've heard. That's, that's better than the news stories. We, I'm just going to go with that story. That's that's the show. <laughs> What's with the pixelating thing? What is that? Where does that come from? <laughs> well, it's not It's not original. Like, long, 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 long time, uh, time ago and stuff. Like, porno used to be kind of like uh, an artistic form of just, like, expression, right? I and, think it still is. Yeah, I yeah. do, too. 
But but they used to do like have artists. They, they used to like make these pictures and stuff, right? I went to an art gallery that showed this stuff, and like they would have like like guys fucking girls and samurais fucking guys and all sorts of weird shit and stuff like that. And they even have like a lot of octopus porn, right? They they have octopus right. and like the girls' privates and stuff like that. Yeah, if, I if, see that. Yeah, if you go to our Facebook page, I, I've got a couple of images where I went to the gallery and I've got like like me actually holding like some. Um, not Xerox copies, but copies of actual like 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 uh, pornography with octopus from like like 500 years ago. But what happened was that I think there's like some indecency act that came about in the Edo time period, which is about I think 200, about 150, 200 years ago and stuff like that. And then since then and stuff, they they thought that uh, like it's not like like uh, anal, but just like vaginal to like like cock and stuff. That was like considered to be indecent, and so then from there they pixelated it out and stuff. So, and that's just been like a, a, just something that's part of the culture now and stuff. I mean, it may change in the future; it may not. I don't. I'm not sure and stuff. But um, yeah, it's definitely something that happens here. Back in the day, they used to go to Hawaii to film all the pornos, and then they used to like smuggle in VHS tapes from all their like shoots and stuff, like uh, <laughs> like uh, Hawaii and Guam and stuff. But apparently they they shut that down. I think in the 90s and stuff. But now I think most of that the stuff that's not censored it's just underground but, hear, but they they got tentacle like octopus dildos there don't they if you can imagine it it's here okay <laughs> yeah. yeah i've seen one before <laughs> well here's the question so the guy who invented pixelating was the guy who had the the task of pixelating genitals could you he imagine that job pixelation, right <laughs> mr pixelate <laughs> Yeah. Do you think that guy's like a billionaire because he invented pixelating genitals because of this idea? If he I gets so. paid, if he gets paid point zero 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 one penny or point zero 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 one yen for every picture that's pixelated, he is the richest a man in the world. A bajillionaire. Yeah, he's yeah. the one percent. A Brazilianer. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. the man. <laughs> he's the man. He's the man, man. <laughs> pixelation man all right well on that note uh john and scott thank you so much for being here in episode number 300 it has been an honor having you guys here thank you so much i hope you enjoyed the stories as much as i enjoyed uh reading them with you and stuff and um thank you so much and so faders definitely check these guys out their podcast is total talk nonsense it soon will be weekly again i'm hoping sunday nights 8 p.m right on Hell no doubt. yeah. Especially, guys, think about this. You guys do, like, a, like I don't do politics at all over here, but you guys do politics and stuff, and it doesn't matter who the fuck gets elected, if it's Hillary or if it's Trump, you guys have fucking an infinite amount of, like, like content for your show. Agreed. Well, that's for sure. I mean, especially if Trump gets, like, nominated. I mean, if Trump gets, like, elected, oh, God, dude. Oh, it's going to be, like, God. Bush... 2.0. I mean, it's going to be terrible for the world. Worse. But, I, mean, I still ask John to this day, could Trump be worse yes. than the W. Yeah, yes. totally. No, look at W's track record. Yes. Uh, 9-11. No. Uh, the wars in yeah. Iraq and Afghanistan. The piling up of the debt. The but bank s- crisis under him. True, true. true. He was a fucking uh, no-show. Exactly. There was nothing going on. At least Trump has something going on. Exactly. But see, the thing is, Trump is so goddamn competitive, he's going to be like, I'll top that Bush motherfucker. <laughs> You'll definitely do it because he's so competitive. He'll do it worse. Yeah, but exactly. Bush lasted yeah, eight years, which is still beyond yeah. my recognition. How uh, that motherfucker could have got reelected? Yeah. Well, geez, t- Trump totally. is only going to last four. There's no way he would be reelected. Well, fingers so, crossed he doesn't get elected. So. so here's the question: Can Trump do more damage in four years than the W did in eight years? And I don't think it's fucking possible. He's done a lot of damage so far, and he's not even elected. Right. Understood, but but 
long-term damage like the W. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you know in Germany, I was in Berlin uh, fucking a couple of weeks ago, and they've got a game, like a card game, where they have all these, it's like a card game like uh, like uh, Garbage Pill Kids, right? And they got all these cards, like baseball cards pretty much, and they're, they're cards of like all these evil rulers and stuff, of, like, and it shows like the ruler, his time period from when he started Is the power. Is W in there? Yeah, the double, that's that's the ace card. So it's like, it's basically like playing the game war. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is like, so one person throws down one, one card, and if they got like, like Hitler, they're like, oh, Hitler, and this Somebody throws down another card, and they got like like Stalin. They're like, oh, and then when the next person throws down Bush, like that guy wins because he he's got oh, the ultimate. Like, yeah, it's like a fucking. I think it's a drinking game and shit. Yeah, my friend. I gotta Tony's get like, that. I I know I can get that. Game. I'm gonna get that. Game. Just that Google game. it. It's got to be get online somewhere. Game. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> no well, doubt. You know what that means, John? Yeah, yeah. We're out of here, right? That's yeah, right, John. You guys are out. I'm here. John, I'm and here. I'm Scott, and I'm Say Johnny. Night, Scott. Go ahead, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) I fucked that shit up. All right, guys. Thank you. (laughs) All right, buddy. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for having us. All right, Fitters. That was Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. Uh, An amazing time with those guys. Oh, man. If you go to Chicago, definitely hang out with those guys. And if you're not going to Chicago, definitely go on the internet and listen to Total Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm getting my fired on because it's episode number 300 and I'm potting by myself. Dancing with myself. Oh, oh. All right. So, uh, here we go. Our next part is going to be with uh, The Mediocre Show with Eric tomorrow. Enjoy. Yo, what's up, faders? Here we go. We've got Eric tomorrow from The Mediocre Show. Eric, dude, thank you so much for being on the show, dude. It is such a pleasure. No, goddammit, it's an honor to have you on the show today. Well, thanks for having me, man. Three, 300 episodes. I am, uh, I am mightily impressed by that. Oh, 300 episodes. Oh, do you, that means like 300 hangovers. In fact, actually, you got to triple that because I drink every day. So actually, huh, that's a lot of hangovers. That's the most hangovers. <laughs> the most hangovers. I love it when I go into a bar and stuff and I order whiskey and somebody goes, oh, whiskey, you pussy, blah, blah, blah. You should drink shochu or like tequila or something. I'm like, oh, dude, you have no idea who I am. <laughs> <laughs> and, and besides tequila, I mean, for me anyway, tequila makes me fighty. So I try not to drink tequila very often. Really? Fighty? Yeah, fighty. I want to get into fights when I drink tequila, so I've stopped drinking it. (laughs) (laughs) It's too early in the morning to do that. Faders, uh, right now it's like, what? It's actually, no, now it's 648. Not too late anymore. (laughs) Yeah, you you, you have to go to work soon. Yeah, yeah, it's 730. I got to hit the the streets. I got to hit the streets and start my pimping business. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how I roll in Tokyo. (laughs) Yeah, well, you got to make that paper, you know? (laughs) So they say, that's what the kids say. Yeah, that's the news. That's the new slang. So I'm so out of the loop and stuff. So I'm like, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Dude, like all my, my slang comes from like Wu-Tang from like the 1990s. That's, uh, <laughs> listen, so does mine. Really? That's, that's where you get, that's where you get good slang. Oh, anything from the 90s. Anything from the 90s. I Gosh, still, I still ru- routinely say uh, that things are fresh. Fresh. I brought, I brought that back. I bring it into my daily life. You should try, you should try it over there. See how people react to it. For fresh is such a good one. No, no, fresh is pretty good here. If the food's not fresh, you die. Yeah, but I just mean everything's fresh. You know, like, oh, man, your podcast, super fresh. Fresh, I appreciate that. And, um, faders, if you don't know, uh, Eric Tomorrow is part of the Mediocre Show, and Mediocre Show is a fantastic show. It's been around since. It's one of the first, one of the original podcasts. It's, I mean, you're, you are, I am talking to the godfather of podcasts, podcrafting, <laughs> the podcasting industry, or what you call it. Yeah, well, it's something. 
Um, but yeah, th- well, thank you, man. I uh, yeah, I've been doing it uh, far too long, and and like I said before, I, I don't know how to stop at this point. I don't know. I don't know how I could possibly stop. Yeah, it's like it's like stop breathing. You know, how do you stop breathing? <laughs> yeah. So it'll get it'll just keep going until I am dead. I guess. Well, I well, I, I hope it goes for a very, very long time. I hope you're not giving us a hint or something. You're like, and I have terminal cancer. Like, oh, no, dude, Eric, no, don't, don't say that. <laughs> not that I know. I, I might. I very well might. But I don't think that I do. Oh, really? I, I got checked down. Believe it or not, with my completely unhealthy life, I'm, I'm really healthy. <laughs> That's good. That's good to hear. That oh, means you should drink more. I know. I know. Maybe, maybe all the alcohol is killing all the bad things inside of me. Or maybe yeah. all the radiation from Fukushima is killing all the bad stuff inside. <laughs> maybe there's like an epic battle happening inside of me. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I think there is. It's the, it's the duality of Johnny. Oh, the duality of Johnny. Oh, man. Oh, thank you, Eric. And um, <laughs> it's too early for this shit. Um, oh, faders, what we're going to do now is we are going to read a story. And what this story is one of the top stories. Now, we always do the top five or the top three stories and stuff from the week. And uh, this is one of the top stories from the last 300 episodes. And uh, Eric, um, are you ready? Are you, are you keyed up? I am. And in fact, uh, I would say this is one of the top stories of all ever. Oh, it's definitely. Oh, like this is. Definitely. I have so many questions um, for you when we're done with this story. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to say yes because whenever anybody asks me a question about Japan, I am forced to say yes. Uh, right. Octopus porn, yes. Squid <laughs> porn, yes. Scorpion porn, never seen it, but most likely yes. Pro- probably. <laughs> it's a healthy probably. <laughs> it's not healthy at all. <laughs> well, here you go. Here's the uh, here's the headline. It's uh, man cuts off rival's penis. And flushes it down the toilet, as you do. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? That's where. Where else would you put a uh, a severed penis? Let's well, be condoms. And they really, they really slow pitched that uh, that headline. I think mm-hmm. because the the story is so much more horrifying than they make it out to be here. Because <laughs> they just say cuts off rival man's penis. That's all they say, it's right? So here we go. August thirteenth, two thousand and fifteen, in Tokyo, of course. Japanese police have arrested a man accused of bursting into a lawyer's office and cutting off his penis with garden shears before flushing the organ down a toilet. Um, let's see. Uh, so the 24-year-old Tokyo graduate student may have been acting out of revenge over his wife's romantic involvement with the 42-year-old victim with whom she worked. Uh, police said Kotasugi? Maybe Kotsugi, that sounds right, Kotsugi, who was arrested shortly after the alleged attack, burst into the lawyer's office in Tokyo's Minato Ward uh, at around 7.40 a.m. Thursday. He punched the unnamed lawyer several times before prying, yes, I said prying, off his pants and then severing his lower body part with the shears. Uh, He told the police that he he flushed what was severed down the toilet. A Tokyo police spokesman confirmed the body part in question was indeed the man's genitals. Do you think he was aiming for a leg and he just fucked up? No, that's pretty. You don't. You don't miss on that. That one. That's kind of a like. That's your target, and you're honed in on that. It sounded like he was. He was very intent on that. On 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 the schlong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and he was prepared. Yeah, listen, here's the thing. You and I have both been a 24-year-old man at some point in our lives. Hopefully, yeah. Um, at no point have I ever gone like, 
ooh, that guy that might be having an affair with my girlfriend slash wife, that guy, I'm going to cut off his dong. Or have you? I've never even, that has never even come into my brain because to me, a man's dong is, is uh, it's sacred. Let's call it sacred. And you don't, you don't go attacking dongs. Well, mine is sacred to me, and, but I do agree. Like in a fist fight, like I've been in a fist fight. They call me Johnny Baby Hands. Um, but <laughs> that's a great nickname. <laughs> yeah, I got that in prison. Um, but the thing is, like, uh, yeah, you, you don't kick at the balls, you don't punch in the balls, you don't bite the balls, or, or the Wiener, the Johnson, whatever, and stuff. I mean, it, this isn't the Big Lebowski and shit. You don't throw a ferret in a guy's like bathtub and shit, trying to go for no. the balls and stuff. I mean, it's just, it, yeah, it's off limits. It's an unspoken gentleman's agreement. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like the duel, you know. Like if you're in a duel, you walk ten paces, turn around, you you pull the tr- you squeeze the trigger and shit, you fire. Right <laughs> in a fist fight, you do the same thing and stuff. You 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 throw you drop bombs, you throw fists and stuff. You kick. Yeah, you throw a you throw a haymaker if you need to, but yeah. you don't attack the wiener. Yeah, dude. Because once you attack the wiener, fucking the gloves are off. Yeah, there's no going back from that. You yeah. might as well kill the guy if you're yeah. gonna attack the wiener. Fucking kill the guy because that's not cool. Well, I, that maybe that's what this guy was trying to do. Like, maybe you want him to bleed out. And let's let's look at the ages again. So that one guy is twenty four, right? And his girlfriend's boss is how old? Forty two. Forty two. And what's his occupation? Uh, lawyer. 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 Lawyers are scumbags. They're pricks. That's true. They're schmucks all over the world. <laughs> right. But again, you don't. You beat him up. Beat the guy up. Maybe break his leg. Break his arm. You don't really, you know, you don't really take garden shears and cut off a stick. It's weird. Yeah, that is pretty weird. And dude, you'd have to like pry off the pants and stuff, and you'd have to touch his wiener, dude. The wiener that's been inside your wife's vag- or girlfriend's vagina, dude. That's allegedly. Weird. Well, I don't know. Mostly, how do you think he found out? Oh, email. I, I don't know, but he's got to. I mean, he had to have some pretty solid proof to go to go to those lengths. I think. <laughs> Did you think it was a hunch? <laughs> That's a terrible. That's a terrible thing. Like I'm pretty sure I saw that glance you gave my wife. Uh, I'm cutting off your dick. Like I don't know how you jump from from zero to like 120 like that. Like that's 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 not that's nonsense. Why don't you just like, hey, are you fucking my wife? Yes, no. Uh, I think you're lying. I'm gonna punch you in the jaw. Well, he punched him in the face a bunch of times. But then like maybe leave it at that or stab even stab him. Well, like I, come on. That's the so guy fu- is. The guy is a lawyer, though, so no matter what you do, you're going to get screwed in the end. So you might as well you might as well go 120. percent Yeah, I guess so, and just, just cut off the dong. Oh God! Uh, I don't know. I'm not sold. I'm not sold on the uh, the dong cutting off. There's too many layers to that. Like, did he want it as a souvenir? No, he didn't want it as a souvenir. He flushed it in the toilet. Do you think they could reattach it? Uh, they did with that the John Bobbitt fella. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They but- reattached his. But didn't she was driving and she threw it out the window? They found it and they so uh, I believe they sewed his own his own dong back onto him. I don't, that's unconfirmed. I don't have I don't have that information in front of me. I know he went on to like a porn career. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, holy shit. Now I, I, I got a question. Now I'm not familiar with like wieners except for my own. You know, I'm pretty familiar. I'm pretty familiar with mine. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if you're not familiar with any, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is like. Once it gets cut off and stuff, doesn't it just turn into like an empty condom, just like kind of like a, like like almost like a tissue because there's nothing in there to keep it, you know? Like uh... I'm not a doctor, 
And see, I don't know either. So like, if, I don't know. There, if he flushes it down the the, the toilet and stuff, it, it's got to go really quickly to like some kind of a sewage disposal plant and stuff like that. Dude, he's oh, yeah. gonna have like a chocolate wiener or some shit when they sew it back on or something. It's oh, they're not like gonna a, get his, they're not gonna get his wiener back. No way. No way. <laughs> no fucking way, dude. I mean, dude. they might get someone else. They might have a donor wiener. It's, no way. Can you do that now? Yeah, they do that. That that's been in the news. They they have they have completed and I actually heard about it on Joe Rogan. Uh they completed the first uh dong transplant just recently, I think. From from a dead guy. From a, I believe it was from a dead guy. It would have to be from a dead guy. What am I saying? It would have to be from a dead guy. Or maybe like a transvestite. And, I don't know. I don't oh maybe. <laughs> maybe there's like like there's blood banks, it. maybe there's dong banks. <laughs> but this guy uh apparently uh able to able to get a hard on. So good for him. Dude, good for him. Yeah. Oh man, can you upgrade like can you go like Ah, uh, you know what? Uh, I want to get an extra large. <laughs> yeah. What do you have in a what a magnum? What do you got that? You got a magnum? I'll take that. Can you supersize me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. Oh man. Yeah, uh, Tokyo's on some next shit, dude. I don't, I don't understand. Oh, tip of the iceberg. Do you have any questions? You said you got questions. Do you have any questions about Tokyo? I'm not gonna say yes to anything. <laughs> well, no, it was mostly questions about that story um, that I'm just, I was just confused about. Yeah, and I think we've—I think we solved them all. I think we've solved all my questions. Uh, wow, but yeah, no. I hope to someday. I hope to someday get to Tokyo. I dude, really do. Eric, dude, I'm serious, man. If you come to actually right now is like the best time to come to Tokyo. Everything's cheaper and shit. The yen's shit compared to the dollar and the euro. Uh, actually, compared to the pound, actually we're pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone yeah. is uh, pretty strong. I uh, no, I have a second kid on the way, so I won't be traveling uh, for the foreseeable future. Ooh, geez! Oh, by the way, congratulations on that. Thank man. you. That's pretty awesome, thank dude. Yeah. All right, well, Eric, dude, thank you so much for reading the story. I'm glad you enjoyed our our wackiness stories here in Tokyo. And, no, I uh, loved it. Cool, man, and uh, thank you for fading and stuff. And one day in the future, I, I, maybe me and maybe my new co-host, who he may be, whoever he may be and stuff. <laughs> I cannot speak the English right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fucking early and I'm hungover. Um, um, I will drink with you, man. If you have, like, another mediocre party and stuff in, uh, yeah. in Philadelphia, who knows, maybe me and my missus will show up and stuff, you know? It will oh, be, be pretty cool. easy to spot. You know, we're both really short. Like, compared to, like, like most people in the States, we're, like, really fucking short. But we can drink pretty hardcore, so. that's all, And that's really all that matters. That's how you judge a man, not by his height, but the fabric of his drinkitude. Oh, nice, dude. I think, I think that's <laughs> what Abraham Lincoln said. I'm a real man. <laughs> just, I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. Uh, just like Pinocchio. Oh, uh, Eric. Well, we, Johnny, thank thank you so much for having me on the 300. And and, and again, a big congratulations to uh, to making it to 300. And the bad news for you is now that you've made it to 300, you cannot stop. I know. I know that 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 uh, 300 year a uh, 300 episode hump is completely in the past now. I'm yeah, fucked, you got huh? you've got a social contract now. You have to keep uh, podcasting forever. Uh, yeah, man, I could do that. As long as they keep on making beer, I think I'll be okay. And beer's been around for, like, what, a million years? If they can make it yeah. around for a, mi- a million more, I'm good. Anyway, Eric, thank you so much, and I'll see you I'll see you on the Internet. I'll see you on your show, The Mediocre Show. Hell yes, thank you. Have a good night. All right, man, peace. Yo, Fitters, that was Eric Tomorrow from uh, The Mediocre Show. And uh, if you don't know The Mediocre Show, you better get your ass down to the Philadelphia side of the internet because the mediocre show is hardcore and it's actually 
better than it's ever been before. And it's always been good, but now that show is fucking badass. And I'm so fucking happy to have Eric tomorrow on fucking episode number 300. Man, what a cool dude to do that. And so fucking definitely listen to that show. All right, no more kissing ass, and now fucking rocking and rolling, fitters. Here we go. We've got another interview, and this is the last one. This is the last one, and it is with Sick and Wrong. Yo, faders, technical difficulties. Hey, that's what happens when you talk to people overseas and stuff. But, uh, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to move forward. Harrison, you've got a story, man. I sure do. Awesome. So this one, this is pretty a, a tale of, of ingenuity and romance. Uh, cop sends stalking letters as ruse to date woman. Hmm. This took place in Nagoya, wherever the fuck that is. Nagoya. Yeah. So, uh, a former member of the Aichi Prefectural Riot Police Division is being investigated after it was learned he had sent letters from a purported stalker to a woman and then offered to protect her as a ruse to date her. Hmm. Which is is, genius. This is genius, yeah. yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like, you know, your boss hates you, so you, like, set up a thing where you save his life, you know, where, like, you set up a fake robbery or... Like somebody's about to run him over and then you, you know, push him out of the way kind of thing. It's like yeah. that kind of situation. It's a classic sitcom situation. Nefarious. I would say movie. <laughs> yeah. Never goes right, though. Anyway, uh, police said the officer, who was in his 20s, resigned on Friday after being reprimanded, NTV reported Saturday. Uh, he's clearly brought, brought shame to his entire family. Uh, according to official. The ex-officer met the woman in her 20s at a party. Police said the officer began sending the woman numerous letters pretending to be someone else, writing, I know where you live and I'm watching you. Oh, creepy. Yeah. Do you think he added anything else in there like pubic hair or blood or used condoms or anything? Probably just fingerprints. Because I would want some something like, you could get that from anyone though. Yeah, I mean... I, maybe it was written in uh, in used condoms. Oh, you know? yeah, like like a kind of kind of a collage <laughs> a art collage of condoms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, shortly after the woman consulted police, the officer contacted the woman and told her, "I caught the man sending you those letters. We discovered that somehow he found out your name. As an officer of the law, I promise I will protect you." All wow. the while seeking to become more friendly with the woman, NTV reported. It's a white knight. Yeah. 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 However, the woman contacted police to find out more about the mystery stalker. Yeah, see, he didn't think this plan out very well, you know? Yeah, he's got coworkers. Yeah, like, yeah, we arrested him and we're going to need you to testify. Oh, shit. You know, like, <laughs> how do you, like, how do you fuck that up, honestly? Um, <laughs> Police told her there had been no suspect detained or even identified. Officials said they questioned the officer who admitted to faking the whole incident so that he could see the woman. Police said they are considering bringing stalking charges against the former officer. You know, this is kind of bullshit because if this was Hugh Grant, that girl would have fallen in love and been like, oh, you know, you cad, but you got me. That's fine. I love you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this was a fucking Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey movie. It's yeah, or like uh, the plot of yeah. some Sandra Bullock movie. Like, I mean, right. this would totally work if the guy was Hugh Grant or Matthew right. McConaughey. But the fact that he's some creepy Japanese perv, nope. 
<laughs> well, I mean, also, he met her at a party. He must have gotten her name or number or something. Like, I, that, you go from there. What do you need, you know? why? This is very elaborate. What's the creepiest thing you ever sent to a chick, Harrison? I don't even know if I should ask this. Yeah, don't ask. No, do ask. <laughs> uh, oof, man. Let me, um, I'm going to say heroin. <laughs> Wait, was it unsolicited or did you do it because she asked you to? It was or was she in prison? It was unsolicited. Wow. God. Yes. I was evil at the time. Um, I'm no longer evil, everyone, just so you know. But yes, I was evil at the time. Huh. That's, that's... I, I knew if I had offered an apple, she would have no choice but to accept. Wow. You know what? I, did? I remember one time, this, I wasn't really stalking this guy, but there was this dickhead I worked with at my first job who uh, got me into a lot of trouble, actually. I almost got fired because of this guy. And I waited. I waited like a year after I um, quit the job. And I sent like a whole packet of tranny porn to his office. But I knew, once, I knew his secretary opened his mail. Because uh-huh. I was in there, and yeah, and like he got like a packet of tranny porn. I don't know whatever happened, but uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just I like the idea of it. Why don't you send me p- packets of tranny porn? Because you know? you'd, you'd well, appreciate that. You'd probably yeah, find it so. romantic, like a romantic yeah. gesture. No, I, yeah. I was trying to fuck with the guy. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I've got octopus porn. <laughs> That's all I got. Sorry. <laughs> does your wife mind? Does she know about it? Like, do you keep that hidden from her? Dude, where do you think I get it? <laughs> oh, wow. So you uh, like no the tentacle shit. You're into the tentacle shit. You know, I've never tried it, but, you know, when in Rome, right? Yeah, I mean, what the fuck are you doing, you know? What the fuck am I doing? Do you yeah, know dude, any Japanese like, people that like, tried it's it? It's like going to Italy and eating at the fucking Olive Garden or something. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta sample that shit. But did, do you, you know any it. Japanese people have done it, like, personally? Do I know people have done, like, like a... What, what, like with octopuses and shit? Yeah, like went to the market, bought an octopus, came back and shoved it in his girlfriend's orifices. Dude, with some of the friends and some of the people that I know, I wouldn't put it past them, but nobody's ever admitted that to me. No one ever talks. That would be some good cocktail conversation. Next That'd be great for the to. show. Yeah. I don't recommend that. I don't recommend anyone <laughs> do that. That's all I'll say, you know? Dude, you could get some weird form of like like STD yeah. or some shit, dude. Like fucking like I mean, beyond AIDS. I mean fucking like I mean, people said that they used to get that people got AIDS from like monkeys, like fucking monkeys and shit. Could you imagine the disease you would get for fucking an octopus? Especially if it came from Fukushima. I mean, exactly. those things, what are you gonna get yeah. then? <laughs> those things are flexible and they're quick. You know, you fucking blank all of a sudden the things in your goddamn small intestine. You know, it's uh-huh. just a bad move. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, touche. Yeah, be and those beaks are sharp. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> so is that it? What happened to the guy? He's just arrested? Or did he lose his job? There, well, he, yeah, he resigned in shame. Hmm. Um, and uh, they're considering bringing stalking charges against him. God, once again, he just has to say, wasn't me. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about, but People not, got, apparently not I, in I, Japan. I guess, yeah, I guess they, uh, you know, they admit the shit. God. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they don't lock up their bikes. It's crazy. Ethical uh, people. I don't get do. it. <laughs> I don't get it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty messed up and stuff. I mean, I, 
you know, I, I wish they did a follow-up, like, about a year later or something. It would be great to see, like, what actually happened, because maybe they did fall in love and shit, you know? Maybe maybe it was, like, a happy ending and stuff. And now he's, like, now he's like not a police officer, but maybe he's a security guard or some shit somewhere and stuff with an honest living. They got maybe, like, a house and two kids or some shit. Maybe it could have been a happy ending. Or maybe he's in prison right now. Who knows? And, I mean, who hmm. hasn't done, you know, a few steps below that where it's, like, you know, you know where a woman's going to be at a certain time, and then you're, like, just happen to be there and pretend like it's a big coincidence that you ran into her, that kind of thing. You know, it's me. <laughs> well, at least yeah. this guy's sending letters rather than like, you know, sending her dick pics on her cell phone or stealing her panties or stealing yeah. her panties. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It can happen. You could do worse, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's romantic. I mean, That's a romantic it, story. He's a hero. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Awesome, dude. Good story. Good story. Thanks, Harrison, man. Are you going to stay with us or do you got to like cash out because you got a plane to catch? I got to pack and, and uh, get ready, you know, arrange uh, accommodation for my cat and do all sorts of shit. I got all sorts of shit to do. Oh, yeah. Who's taking care of your cat? Do you need I gotta help with that? I got to write a werewolf comic and uh, my friend, uh, Kal-El. I'm oh, bringing okay. over to stay with him. Yeah, so. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That nice. Works. Nice. Yeah. Go cool. All right, guys. All right, dude. Well, Harrison, thank you so much for being here for episode number 300, man. I seriously appreciate it, man. Have a safe flight to England and drink a pint for us. I will. Why yeah. drink a pint for the both of you there? All right. Watch out for those sick and wrong fans. Yeah, they're going to murder me. It'll be fun. <laughs> be careful. Right. Yeah, All don't right. get a hot Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so you sent Super. me this story here. Is this, so is this a story that you've done in the past? Like, a, Is this like a highlight from a previous show? These are what I like to call the cream of the crop, the, the, the best stories from all our 300 shows. Wow, that's amazing. You know, a lot of people have always asked us to do like a best of episode or we also play like Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. They're like, oh, can you put together like a show or a, a CD of all the best, sick, you know, best songs that you played during the week? And we're just like, no, <laughs> that would take way too long. <laughs> I don't even remember that much. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't even remember the last uh, the, the stories we did two weeks ago. So, oh, God, yeah, we drink, so. <laughs> yeah, I smoke too much weed. Um, okay, so this story here, um, I hope I'm saying this right. Fukoka. Fukaka? Fukaki. Fukoka Let's call Fukaka. I right. like that. Let's go with it. Fukaka cop here was arrested after filming up a woman's skirt. Um, and as you, you mentioned earlier that uh, girls are walking around with like really short shorts and uh, the Japanese schoolgirl skirt. It must be difficult to resist not engaging in this type of hobby. Um, I, you know, it, the way people do it here, uh, is it a hobby or is it a lifestyle? A passion. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, I, some people podcast, other people are, you know, film up skirts. I'm, I'm just surprised that this isn't like a... Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised this is something that's illegal there. I'm just, you'd think it'd be like a high school class you'd take, like instead of shop class or home ec, it's like upskirt class. Well, upskirt cinematography. Like, probably. Yeah, but you think if like, I mean, if it was a class, people would like stop getting caught, you know? <laughs> they, they, they develop their skills or something. They get black belts in it. Isn't that where uh, Kurosawa like first in, was introduced to the craft? Possibly. I don't know. It's oh, a good hmm. question. So a policeman was arrested Monday afternoon in a Fukaka bookstore after being caught in the act of filming up the skirt of a 27-year-old woman. Hirotaka Kuratani, that's a Japanese name I can pronounce, uh, also 27, 
had concealed a video camera in a belt pack in which he had cut a five-centimeter hole through which to film. Now, that's ingenious. I'm impressed by that because I, I don't think I would have been able to pull this off. You've got to admire you know, Japanese technical innovation here. Yeah, I'm just I'm surprised the camera is so Oh, maybe he was using like a micro lens. Could be, but I, that, that's the thing, though. It's like I'm surprised he went just like duct tape a GoPro to his shoe. Like why a belt pack? What is yeah. a belt pack? Fanny pack. Oh, is that what it is? It's a fan. They call it belt packs over there. I, I, I guess so. I don't know. I don't wear one, but it's got to be a fanny pack, right? I mean, what else could a belt pack be? Oh, maybe he's a cop and that was like his, his, his Batman belt or some shit. Well, I, they say he's a cop, but don't you think it's his, it, it's, it's his day off here, actually. This is his day off. I'm getting ahead mm-hmm. of myself. So he, he took the day off on a Monday at around 2.45, and that's when he put the belt pack MacGyver um, hidden video camera thing together and then went to the bookstore to go film, film Upskirts. Um, but that's the thing. It's like his, his day off, he's probably not wearing his police uniform. That's uh, true, unless he's undercover. <laughs> Which probably would have been a good idea, though. Then yeah, right? Film, yeah. So he aroused the suspicions of a 57-year-old security guard. Uh, Kuratani was allegedly looking around restlessly and scanning the other customers. There you go. You got to have confidence if you're going to film an Upskirt. That's problem number one. That's your first mistake. Confidence. Um, three security personnel approached him to make inquiries after they saw him position the belt pack under the woman's skirt. Now that's kind of confusing. So what was he like? Was he trying to like limbo between her legs? Like I, I don't get how. How would you position the belt pack under the skirt? It's got to be a limbo. I mean, if this guy was thinking, he'd have a skateboard, right? And you just like like go on the skateboard and just kind of roll under and shit, like in the Big Lebowski and shit. Remember in the Big Lebowski when there's all those girls and shit, and the dude was like going underneath, like like looking through like all their skirts. He should have done something like that, just laying a skateboard, zoop, like know? a mechanic fixing a car. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Or he could pull like a giant candy and shit, like in the movie Splash, just drop a bunch of coins, be like, "Oh my god," and go down there and pick them up and shit, and then do the limbo that way. I guess. I loved that when I was a kid. I remember being like, "Oh my god, I'm so gonna do that." Never huh. would have thought about that. Yeah, you think uh, you know, just positioning the belt pack. I mean, I guess he could have been like, "I was stretching," you know. I, I just, I, yeah, that doesn't really make. I think he gotta, he's gotta fix his technique. Um, no. They detained and they questioned him until police arrived, uh, who made an arrest. And later he confessed to the charges. That's mistake number three here. It's like, why are you confessing? Just be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was stretching. I don't know. I was doing calisthenics or yoga or something. Something like that. And the crazy thing is, like when the cops came to pick him up, they're his colleagues. They're like, oh, Saito-san. He's like, oh, you got me. I'm surprised they're not just like, high five. Um, especially because he's the fifth Fukaka police officer to be arrested this year. So other officers are doing this. It's like a club of upskirts. You think the officers that arrested him are the ones that also got caught? <laughs> you know, I bet you it was. You know what's funny, though? I'm reading through this story. It doesn't say that he resigned. It doesn't say that anything really happened to him. I bet you this is like a, a hazing ritual. I bet you it's like, you know, oh, he made his first upskirt, but you got caught. got to do uh-huh. it again. Oh, man. Does he get promoted, demoted, or does he just have to, like, kind of work the street beat still or some shit? Yeah, I wonder how that works over there. Like, a Japanese police captain has done, like, 30 upskirts successfully without getting caught. You know, (laughs) I I wonder if that's the way it works. The number of upskirt movies you've made without getting caught. 
Oh man, I would love to see the police party. Was it the Christmas party or some shit? You know, that's part probably part of the show. <laughs> it's just yeah. Or their bachelor <laughs> party. Do they go crazy with stag parties there, like bachelor parties? Actually, stag parties is not part of the culture. Yeah, they don't really have that here. I mean, they kind of do. It's kind of working its way in the culture, but no, generally not. I mean, the weddings here are so expensive that you know they don't want to. <clears throat> they don't want to have the guy go out the night before, get a bunch of hookers, and show up just wasted, like two hours late. <laughs> nah, nah, they don't do it Vegas style. <laughs> but apparently, they do that in China and stuff. I think like a lot of people go to Macau, which is basically hmm. like China's uh, Las Vegas. Oh, I didn't even know that. So if if you're a white guy and you're in Japan, can you just walk around with a camera just filming everything completely, just obnoxiously? Is that is that what, what white guys do? White people that's do what in Japan? Everybody, yes, that's what everybody does here. Actually, the thing is, if you're walking around with a camera, like a big camera, you actually get treated better, you know, because I mean, everybody thinks you're a tourist and stuff. So like... For example, if I was walking around with a camera, people like you know the nod, the smile and stuff. But since I don't have a camera, I'm walking around like like normal and shit. It's like ah, you live here. God, and it's a complete opposite here. It's like you see a bunch of Japanese tourists taking pictures of everything and posing in front of things. Everyone's just kind of like ah, annoying, you know. Yeah, it is annoying, but I mean, we have the Olympics that's coming here in a couple of years and shit, so like the country's kind of gearing up for that, so a lot of people are like learning English and become, and being more tolerant for like, like Western people and stuff, you know, coming here. Hmm. So it's actually, you know, I mean, if you walk around with a camera and stuff, it's actually, it's a good thing, you know, people are like happy about it. And I think Japanese people in general like to share their culture, you know, they, they like that people are coming here and enjoying the food and seeing the... The, the the temples and stuff and like even trying out like a tea ceremony or karate or going to a sumo match and shit. Yeah, people here are extremely tolerant now that I think about it. So. Well, it sounds like people are very honest and ethical there too. So if you are walking around with a camera, you're not going to get mugged. No, not at all. Yeah. You, you'll never get mugged. You don't, you don't even have to think about getting robbed here. Not at all. So yeah, yeah. Whereas if you're in the San Francisco's Tenderloin walking around with a big camera, <laughs> you're uh, <fucked>. yeah, <laughs> it's probably not going to end <laughs> well. <laughs> Uh, camera target (laughs) yeah exactly well i gotta check it out i gotta come out there one of these days dude you are more than welcome to come out here man fucking there's a sofa right here that says sick and wrong dude all right sick and wrong too (laughs) (laughs) all right oh man d thank you so much for being here and uh harrison wherever you are in england dude be safe and uh thank you very much for being on episode number 300 dude it's a fucking honor Hey, man, congratulations on, uh, on 300 episodes. It's quite a milestone. And, uh, yeah, people, check out Sick and Wrong at SickandWrongPodcast.com. We record every week since uh, 2006. It's too Jesus, long. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. I need to go film Upskirts, get a new hobby. Yeah, you do need a new <laughs> I got a camera and a fanny pack. <laughs> Come on to Japan. We'll have fun, some fun. Yeah, you can, you can show me your technique. <laughs> I like the Converse shoehole technique. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to wear a turban with an iPhone camera in the middle of it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I don't think that's been done yet. Yeah, you know, it's like it's in the middle. It looks like a jewel, but it's a big turban with a camera. I think that works. I don't know how you're going to get that that far down there, but uh, good luck. You, you will need a skateboard. Yeah, that's a John Candy technique. I, I like to call it the dude from The Big Lebowski. The dude. I'll do the dude. Cool, dude. It's a good idea. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you again. Thank All you right, so man. much. Yeah, congrats. Thanks for having us on the show. Peace. Spartans! What is your profession? <laughs> this is where we hold them. This-
This is where we fight! This is where they die! This day, we rescue a world from mysticism and tyranny, and usher in a future brighter than anything we can imagine. Fitters, here we are, the end of the show, and right now we've got a special announcement, and that special announcement is Tom. Yes? <laughs> You're the special announcement. Oh my god! Did I like win the lottery? Because I, I thought I just randomly stumbled into this show, now I'm like a regular. So. Yeah, well that's what happens when you live in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome dude, you are now the new co-host. I'm, Excellent! You've got the tattoo, you've got a beer, and uh, we've got news. And also, Fitters, we do have special, special news. We have the one, the only, the man... Who's not in Japan? <laughs> Pat Dixon. Pat Dixon, welcome to episode number 300. Hello, Johnny, and thanks. Congratulations to Tom there, your uh, former intern. Good for you, man. Way to step it up in the world. Now you're the co host of a podcast. <laughs> welcome to the world of success. I promise to thoroughly abuse my power. Uh, <laughs> I think you already did. <laughs> <laughs> On what occasion? <laughs> All of them? Oh, yeah, dude. You've completely abused your power. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, Pat, how's everything in New York? It's very uh, it's, it's very much uh, like a hot, steamy New York City summer, I'll tell you that. Uh, it's a, it, the shootings are down, I'll say that. Uh, stabbings are up, probably because the shootings are down. Awesome. Yeah. I, I feel like, like I should invest. <laughs> so it's like, sell our guns and buy knives now. Yes, yeah. Exactly. So, sell gunfire, sell shootings, and buy stabbings. Cause, uh, and I, I think if, if gropings uh, were, were being traded, I would definitely buy gropings as well. They're up. Uh, it, it's, it's a pretty booming market in Japan. Always has been, always will be. It's very recession-proof. Yeah, you know what? It's that's the thing. People are always going to want pussy. And uh, if, if it's around all the time, then you're going to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You heard yeah. it here, Faders. If this pussy, grab it. <laughs> That's why I'm glad I'm married. You know what I mean? Because I think nowadays a lot of things can be interpreted as some kind of like a masturbatory move or something like that. Maybe these people are just scratching sometimes, you know? The next thing you know, you got your picture in, in DNA info and you're fucked. Pretty much. Over the internet, you're so fucked. All you badass motherfuckers that are doing bad shit are fucked. <laughs> Yeah, it's too easy to get your picture around, you know? Uh, oh. But then again, hey, man, I'm not here to defend anybody who's out uh, grabbing women and shit, but uh, we had a guy the other day who stuffed feces down a woman's pants on the street. Ooh! Yeah. Oh, I'm glad feces came out of the pants. Ooh! Yeah, well, yeah, usually you shit your own pants, not somebody would shit your <laughs> pants for you, you know? But it was in a bag, at least. It was stuffed in a bag. Yikes! That's just still pretty nasty. Even yeah. even even if even, even if any didn't leak out, just the the warmness, just and the ugh. <laughs> oh god, dude, that's so gross. The experience of having it forced down into your underwear. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Was it? I, I gotta ask. Was this personal? This sounds like pretty fucking personal. You would think, right? That yeah. was like against an ex or something like that. But yeah. no, it was uh, it was completely random. It was a homeless guy. It was his second time that he had done another feces assault earlier, where he's just uh, threw it in a woman's face a few blocks away. And, yeah, that's uh, not good either. Oh yeah, man, that's worse probably than the bag one. You know, the bag is just weirder. Is, but, is he? Uh, I gotta ask, has he de-evolved to be a monkey or something? Because that sounds like something a monkey would do. That is very primal. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> 
it's it's you're right. It does seem it does seem primal uh, to fling shit on somebody. Uh, the bag is where it becomes. Uh, apparently, he was evolving his his technique throughout the day uh, because <laughs> so he de-evolved, then he re-evolved. Yeah, My yeah, exactly. Where he's a highly evolved primate. Uh, Equan Hill is his name. He's a homeless guy, and uh, they went. They found him in his shelter, and they know it that he's the guy because when they showed the uh, video to him, because of course it's on video, everything's on video now. Yeah. Surveillance video catches everything. Mm. Uh, they showed him the the clip of him shoving the feces down the woman's pants, and he goes, "That's me." <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't have to DNA test. Yeah, right. They, they, they... <laughs> he saved him right. the trouble. Didn't have to swab his anus or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I wonder what kind of bag he used. Uh, <laughs> Chanel. You want to know Chanel bag? I hope it was a nice Ziploc. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're gonna throw shit, you might. Well, as well he's, throw home, home. he's homeless. He's whatever trash bags he ripped off, probably. Most likely, of course. Most likely. Oh man, Pat, dude. So we got you a couple of stories. Uh, do you want to read two or do you want to read one? Dude, I'll go for two. I'll go for. I mean, it depends. You know, like, how, am I ahead or behind right now? Uh, dude, you are definitely well. You're behind us in time, but ahead us ahead of us in skill. Oh Jesus! Well, <laughs> you're too kind. I'm also behind in numbers, though. There's two of you. Let's do two stories. Why not? All right, All right. awesome, man. Go for it, man. Yeah, but we'll just kind of half-ass both of them, you know. <laughs> that's how we roll. Yeah, that's where we got. That's what we got the beers for. I hope you're drinking as well, Pat. I haven't had a I haven't had a drink in 16 years, uh, but I think tonight might be the night. Oh wow! Are you serious? Wow. No. Okay, good. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, holy shit, we convinced oh this man to drink. We are awesome with our influence. We are Nothing. bad people. We were convincing people to do all kinds of dumb shit. No appearance is, is really that that bad. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> I like hanging out with you. You know, I, 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 Plus, I heard your, your, your hangover story already. It's actually a pretty good negative example. Like, uh, I, oh, I, yeah. got shit to, I got shit to do tomorrow. I can't be throwing up at 2 in the afternoon. Oh, God. Yeah, I got shit to do on Wednesday. I shouldn't be doing this now. <laughs> For all you yeah. beaters right now, today is Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I got, I, I've got a show that i got to get to, uh, August 10th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i got to find it. Oh, man. Okay, so here we go. Story number one. Yeah. Here we go. Am I supposed to read the story? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Wait, here's the thing, man. You sent it to me. Okay, hold on one second then. All right, you can edit all this out So I, while, I, while I dig this up. One, one moment. Oh, this is great. I didn't know I was going to get to read them. Oh, dude! I, oh, I thought man. I was just gonna make, try to make a half-assed joke or something. Here we go. Let's see. Uh, Skype, and here we are. All right, let's do it. Okay, rock right. and roll. So uh, this was in uh, Kodoma, Osaka Prefecture. A man secretly videoed two thousand women in public toilets, and he uh, sold the axe. Well, you know what he was getting for these things? He was getting uh, uh, ninety. Uh, well, a, a large amount of money here. Two thousand women. Uh, he owned a restaurant, and he filmed them. This guy's name is Morikawa. Do you guys know him? No. <laughs> yes. His name is uh, identified as uh, uh, Toshiyuki Morikawa, 26, installed cameras in the partition walls of female toilet stalls in a shopping mall. Oh, sorry, it's a shopping mall. Used them to take video of women, which he then sold online. They think he might have gotten 2,000 women over a two-year period. That's a pretty long time for cameras to go undetected. Yeah, yeah dude. I mean, you know, that's a that's a lot of women. That's a lot of fucking pissing and, and shitting, uh, and uh, I guess people want to jerk off to that. 
dude, I guess so, man. I Only don't. That's sickos, fucking nasty. Man. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I like seeing naked women just as much as the just as much as the next like hot blooded heterosexual male. But like that is like, uh, ooh, I don't, I don't want to see. No matter how hot a girl is, she's not going to be hot when she's dropping a deuce. Yeah, my blood never gets that hot or heterosexual. Uh, that I find a, a woman taking a dump uh, truly arousing. Uh, but, uh, you know, and the thing is, too, it's not like they get naked to, to take a shit, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Go in, get totally nude and, like, rub their nipples while they, while they pee? Because that I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or if she's peeing on another person, you know, that could be entertaining. Uh, he sold it. What he did is he cut it and he burned it onto DVDs and sold them for 10,000 yen an hour. 10,000 yen, that's 100 bucks an hour. That's, that's, that's right, yeah, bucks. I did the math, like 95 bucks at the current exchange, exchange rate. Dude, that's crazy. Damn. Do you think his restaurant was... That, that is criminal in more than one way. Yeah, that's right. The only people that should be angry are the people who pay that much money for... I mean, how busy is this mall? I guess all the bathrooms probably in... in, in uh, I guess bathrooms there, they, they, they do a lot of traffic, huh? Well, yeah, uh, some a lot of, of them do, especially like crowded areas for women's toilets. Especially the Japanese women being pretty feminine, they kind of take their time. So, like, yeah, they'll, they'll queue up no problem and wait take forever. Their time. You mean like they they take out their newspaper, you know, and re- <laughs> take a nice <laughs> more, more like they take out their makeup kit and spend an absorbent amount of time in the bathroom. Huh. I do like the sounds whenever I'm watching any kind of Japanese uh, ladies on porn that they make. They're yeah. <laughs> they're very like uh, you know. They have a very like feminine kind of a sound. They sound like babies, actually. Not all of them. Actually, there's them. this one girl that I was dating a long, 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 long time ago and stuff. And this is weird because she, she had this really high voice like this, right? And she was always talking like that, right? But then when we got done to business, her voice changed. She had this really kind of voice like that. That's not yeah, sexy. That, was a, that, was, that <laughs> was a tranny. That's what you got. <laughs> Oh that my god! Pussy. That was a man's back pussy. Yeah. I just thought the clitoris was big. <laughs> oh my god! It's like anything than clit. Your clitoris is pretty big. It's like three inches. It's like it's bigger than that. Oh Happens god. to the best of us. Oh, I'm gonna puke again. <laughs> oh, that's he sold. Uh, he said he made four point five million yen selling these things. So that's four hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's actually forty-two thousand uh, no, no, seven. No, no, dude, it's like yeah, he, he's right. Knock two zeros off. You're hungover, buddy. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. You're fired. Last <laughs> <laughs> too long. Uh, feel responsible. Damn it! I hold this job down for all of like five minutes. That's your longest Source job. Investigation told reporters that he's believed to have sold the DVDs to members of an internet group dedicated to peep photos. <laughs> Dedicated to them. They're not, they're not just casual observers. They're, God damn it, they're committed and dedicated. Oh, man. Everybody's got to have a hobby. And you know yeah. you got a problem when you're in a group. But <laughs> a second one. Charges filed against a man for punching a schoolboy during a class. Uh, the parents of an elementary school kid filed charges against a guy who allegedly assaulted their son in a classroom in Yuchinata, uh, Ishikawa Prefecture. I'll tell you something. I like reporting crime, mm-hmm. but if I lived... In Japan, I would struggle with a lot of these names. <laughs> Don't we all? You get used to it, man. Uchinara Ishikawa. <laughs> you got it. In October, the Prefectural Board of Education revealed that. Now, so according to Fuji TV, is that like a station there? Fuji TV? Yeah, it's one of the big stations. Maybe second or third biggest. Mm. Uh, the man in his uh, 50s forcibly entered the classroom during a class and demanded to speak to students. 
about his daughter, who we believe was being bullied. Uh, witnesses say the man flew into a rage after one of the students replied, I don't remember anything about it. He, he's believed to have punched the boy in the face six times. Ooh. It says causing minor injuries before being restrained by the teacher. You know, a grown man punches a schoolboy in the face six times. Minor uh, injuries. Uh, how old was the schoolboy? That's bad for your ego, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Some major damage is what you'd be hoping for. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Class, uh, let me see how old the boy was. You know, it doesn't appear to say. That does. That is a factor, though. I wonder why they left that out. Yeah, there's a big difference between, like, a first grader and, like, a sixth grader or something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's not really small. You can't punch a kid in the face until he's at least 14. <laughs> oh, believe me, I, I work in high school and I want to punch a lot of them in the face. Yeah. Uh, you should never tell anybody you work in a high school, dude. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm, probably, I'm probably like the coolest high school teacher ever because I just don't give a fuck about a lot of this shit. <laughs> you shouldn't even say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? Do, do you teach school uh, a lot? Are they Japanese kids and you teach English? Yeah. Okay. And so, like, uh, what do you find to be your biggest challenge in doing that? Basically, like, kids just fucking around and not being motivated, saying, I can't do this, and just f- doing nothing. Oh, yeah, that, the, oh, no, I should, oh I same should, as here. Okay. Well, I, I, I should go back. The really fucking hardcore disciplinary cases, the kids just fuck around and disrupt my classes and that. This and uh, that. That's the biggest challenge. But that's, that's actually pretty rare. I'm guessing, are you from, like, Illinois or Ohio? Yeah, how'd you know that? Because <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, I, I really impressed myself. Uh, I'm impressed. And now, now I sound like a total asshole. But you said, uh, and that. Uh, uh, and that, it, I think that that kind of identified. Which one are you from? From Illinois? Illinois, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, what a weird guess. Uh, wow. Where, where you, uh, dude, I I, I've been here for 14 <laughs> years, so my, ac- my base accent's been a little bit polluted. Oh, I mean, you're, you're, you're a host there. Uh, I thought he was Asian for the, for the first two years. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's perpetually hungover or drunk, and yeah. or take your pick. <laughs> Multiple choice. You're always correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, wouldn't it be great though if this happened in your class, Tom? You'd probably be pretty excited if a guy came in and started punching kids in the face. As long as he got the right ones, I'd be like, oh, oh, I just, I can't restrain him. And you'd be like, hey, that kid over there bullied her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And he's a bully, and he's a bully, and he's a bully. You know what? Take him with you. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, no, all joking aside, I actually don't mess around too much with the elementary school kids, because if they're a bad kid, I like I set the Japanese teachers on it, because I don't want to yell in front of the class, because they're pretty easily scared, because I'm a big, scary dude. You are a big, scary dude. Yeah. Wow, what do you look like? Oh, about 6'2", about 190. My wife is that size. Oh, really? <laughs> Wait, is she bald with scars on her face? Uh, not bald. And, ta- and multiple <laughs> tattoos. My wife, my wife is beautiful, and, and she's 6'2". And whenever there's a guy who's 6'2", and she's 6'2", I just think, damn, she's as tall as that guy. But, like, uh, for, for some reason, it seems m- much more natural, you know? I don't know. Really? Uh, but, did, John, do you know I got married in, in November? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you got married. I wasn't sure if it, yeah, you didn't come to the wedding, so I wasn't really sure. Uh, oh, dude, you didn't invite me. I would have been there, too, you know. It's only halfway around the world. <laughs> what do you mean? We sold yeah, tickets. You'd have to go back in time to go to the wedding. Oh, yeah, that's right. We that's are right. in the future. Damn it. Build a time <laughs> machine, damn it. Yeah, you're time traveling by now, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I've got that app. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, dude, this is Tokyo. We got all the apps. 
John, I know you're. You, you guys are ahead of us in time, and you're ahead of us in in culture, and you're you're ahead of us in. Uh, like like I know that there's a lot of guys who who are, have given up women. They're dating robots there now. Yes, there are a lot of sex yeah. robots. I mean, a lot of weirdos out there, man. But they're they're God. quite realistic, actually. They're getting there, man. It's, it's know, getting a little bit freaky, like plunging pretty deep into the uncanny valley there. Well, I mean, no. The thing, the great thing about a sex robot is that you can like you, you can look at them taking out a piss all uh, taking a piss all day, <laughs> and they don't care at all, you know. Oh, so, but that, it sounds interesting to me. Like, how good are they? I mean, do they move when you have sex with them, or do they just like you know lay there and beep? Dude, that is crazy. Didn't, didn't I never it, thought about that. Didn't we read an article about this a couple weeks ago? They're they're working pretty hard on it. They've got the, the pleasure suit for men. You can put on like full body suit, just complete simulation all over your body. Oh yeah, that that's definitely. But that's not a robot doll that you're like sticking your wiener in. Yeah. Oh, that's like a sex suit that you put on and it like gets you off. Yeah, it, like yeah. stimulates your cock and your balls and your nipples and pretty, shit. No, can do pretty much do your whole body though. That's the yeah. AKA the last suit you'll ever need. <laughs> And therein lies the death of humanity because no one will ever leave the house as soon as this is this is affordable. Yeah, Highly totally. recommended. Don't do not buy one used. <laughs> I think that goes without saying. Yeah. Mine's sticky. <laughs> that would be almost as bad as buying like a parachute with like I don't know like a tag reading like parachute used once never opened slightly stained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Why a lot of parachutes are brown, you know. <laughs> or brown. So hey. So hey, John, are you are you gonna be able to appear on my show? Dude, I would love to be on your show. New York City Crime Report. We're on Mondays at seven thirty. What is what is that in your time? That's like Monday, that's like October your time, right? Yeah, yeah, that's next year, man. Uh, yeah, no, that would be Tuesday morning. Yeah, I could do Tuesday morning. Let's do it. How about uh, the twenty fifth? Twenty fifth is on, dude. I am there. Awesome. awesome. Let me write this down because I'm getting faded. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, need a pen, dude. Yeah, thanks, dude. Awesome, man. Totally. Fun, man. Thanks so much for the appearance, man. I mean, it's so cool. And, and Tom, congratulations, man. I'm happy that thank you... Thank uh, you, thank you, Pat, man. Good meeting you, man. Yeah, yeah and, dude. And don't take the show away from John. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, please. Yeah, it. that was my whole intention, just to walk in there and hijack this bitch. <laughs> take it, man. <laughs> it's been 300 episodes. I can't do any more, man. <laughs> I've been doing this for years. <clears throat> oh, man. Yes, man. Dude, Pat, thank you so much for being on episode 300. And Faders, thank you. And definitely check out Pat Dixon's New York City Crime Report. It's on every week. Yeah, thanks, Pat. Uh, all the best and great meeting you. Likewise, guys. Hey, John, take care. All right, man. Fade on. Peace. Thanks. Well, Faders, that's it. Episode number 300. I want to say thank you very much to all our guests today. Mediocre show. Uh, sick and wrong. Uh, Total Talk Nonsense and the New York City Crime Report with Pat Dixon. Thank you, gentlemen. And Faders, another special shout-out goes to all of you guys. There is no God Faded Japan without you. So thank you very much for fitting with us, and we'll see you in the next episode, 301. Fade on, Faders. Fade on.
Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, Baders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about $2,000 n each, about $20, bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is. T H E S P I L T I N K dot com. The Spilding dot com. Proper. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Who you eat till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.